gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the SAP, the Sex Actually podcast. As always, it is your boy Dave Neal with Tasha Courtney. Hello. How are you today, Tasha? Barely hanging on. Barely hanging on <laughs> with the rest of the world. That would be a good name for the new podcast, just called Barely Hanging On. And every week we just barely finish the episode. Oi. Anyone out there? Is everyone dead? How's everyone doing? It's like broadcasting in the zombie apocalypse. In all zombie movies, there's always like a radio. Somebody gets out their old ham radio. Just that last person who's just, you know, not quitting. They're like uh, Morse coding, a, it, a safe location. Well, it's like when they when you get up in the morning and you, like they say, if you work from home, you're supposed to put shoes on. You're supposed to put like jeans pants or like, pants on. on, just pants. I've got pants on, no underwear though. That's <laughs> I've got one ball hanging out. Uh, yeah, but well, you know what? Pants are not comfortable. They are not. If I'm at home, there's no way you're convincing me to wear jeans instead well, of sweatpants. Put like a pencil pants. skirt on or something. Dress it. Put some like business outfit on. No. No. There's something to be said about like even even this podcast we're recording with the three camera setup. So there's something to be said about like having to look presentable for people. Like somebody out there will see us. Versus when we just do audio right. only, you know, you got your hand up your ass, you know, eating a bag of <laughs> uh, taquitos. <laughs> you're uh, you're rubbing the old lady parts. Well, I think if you don't want to wear pants, you could uh, still put on an outfit. Maybe fix your hair, do some makeup yeah. or something. Yeah. I haven't taken that advice. I can't remember the last time I had a shower and my skin looks like shit. Well, listen, I'm I, I, I'm struggling with the the current direction of the podcast because I don't want to be too coronavirus heavy, but and this could age poorly or or good depending on what is about to happen. But um, I guess I mean you can't not talk about it. If someone finds this podcast in the future and you're done listening to 18 months straight of coronavirus talk, just go back to the uh, the old hits where we just talk about getting blown in Mexico or whatever. But you know, for 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 this, it is it is what uh, it is what the climate is. Did you know that Trump today? issued a um the national guard to be deployed to california no that's right why because we need it time why? because shit's going down he, he said i think it was um it, i could be wrong about the east coast state it might have been new york but he said washington state and california are getting a national guard you know because you know hospitals need help they're going to be setting up triage centers and it's a whole thing folks i hope everyone out there is safe um i hope your family is safe statistically that's not you know always the case we are going to be struggling with this as a as a uh, species, which is kind of exciting. It's kind of exciting to have a little uh, dilemma time. for the species. Hard times make for good stories. And, well, they don't make for good podcast downloads, I'll tell you that. I mean, I've been in the podcast subreddit, and everyone's like, ah, half the downloads went away. It's true. People aren't going to work. They're not listening to podcasts. So we appreciate for you guys for sticking around but jesus christ everyone listen twice please tell a friend i mean it's like what's going on out there you and i have both lost our jobs hey no i mean along with most of the country we are out of work and this is it we're uh trying to maintain some level of sanity right so and i think we're doing a damn good job but uh you know if you know everyone's got to stick stick inside and socially distance and all these all this bullshit you gotta continue to find a reason to get out of bed every day you know you gotta like f you know i'm not telling you this tosh i'm just saying in general like we have to f you know have little uh you know 5ks that we're training for you know in our in our brain in a, you know not necessarily a physical 5k but mentally you know we need to keep ourselves out there and uh you don't look you look like you fell asleep you, you you just ate rice you look like you're done are you done well give it to me baby come on you need a sip of the dr pepper i don't want that have some diet dr pepper it's not good for you i i'm exhausted i'm truly exhausted today uh, and yesterday i'm just exhausted you thought you had the virus want to talk about it not really you might have it by the time people listen we all might you know well there, folks. Boy, I'm really carrying this thing right now. Um, what do you want to talk about? I got things to get into, but we got to get through the small talk first to get into the things. We got to get into the things. I know you enjoyed your pineapple rice. Uh, anything? What? Do you, what's? What's it like being quarantined? What's it? How does Honestly, it? Honestly, it's. I'm trying not to strangle you. Stuck in this. 600 square feet just trying not to strangle you. Yeah, I mean, you can go walk down the hallway. You can go up to the roof. You can just listen to your new blue uh, Bluetooth headphones I got you. That's what you should be doing. 
just listening to music just 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 you'll see me just talking in the background I'm you feeling can't hear a little it. I'm having a little bit of a hard time trying to prioritize where to focus my attention in this time off even though it's not really time off um because I feel so overwhelmed by the backlog of things that's sort of where I'm at it's like I know I still need to do my taxes i need to like clean the clean out the bookshelf which we sort of did today so you're we saying got you've one got shelf but it's just like there's too much time no i'm not saying i have too much time i'm saying i have too many things on my to-do list and it's overwhelming to know like where to start to tackle some of these things we had an episode on that multi-goal syndrome You've got too many things to do. What you need to do is prioritize them based on what's the easiest, like most attainable thing you can do and start knocking off a couple of easy victories. They just, they're just all so time consuming and that's what it is. It's not that any of these things that I need to get done is really hard. They're just all pretty intensive and I don't like to um, uh, get into something that I know I can't finish. It's a huge problem of mine, but I just like... If I'm going to sit down and do my taxes, I know, okay, I'm going to dedicate the next two days to getting this stuff done. Maybe three or four days if I run out of ink halfway through and I have to wait on ink. Isn't that the bitch that you just run out of? Well, because I, I don't like to split focus because I feel like that's where mistakes are made. So I like to do a whole thing at one time and focus on only one thing at a time. But you also like to complete that thing. You're saying you That's can't exactly just... That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying I can't do half of a thing, then do half of another thing, and then come back to the first thing because that's... I, well, I just I'm don't sure there's a way. survival, like there's a good reason to be that type of personality. But also, if that's what's preventing you from getting anything done, then you've obviously uh, narrowed it down to what the problem is with you. Your check engine light well, is pointing... I don't pointing... think it's preventing me from getting anything done. It's just making it feel super overwhelming to get started when I know that all the things on my to-do list are all going to be huge undertakings. They're all going to be multi-day commitments pop the adderall even, baby even just shooting and editing content i mean editing stuff i'll spend literally all day long on my ipad but here's here's going a, through sets of photos again two two of your issues revolve around the same personality trait you're too hard on yourself uh judging your finished work and you're too hard on yourself even thinking about getting the work done in the first place you're just being too hard on yourself no one's, and obviously we know the saying, no one's your, your, you know, you're your harshest critic, but it's like, give yourself rewards for when you get stuff done. Literally the most, the most baseline, pat yourself on the back. Woo. Made the bed. Woo. Put some socks on. <laughs> Woo. That's it. And if that's all you get done, I'm going to take a shower and do a face mask after this. Yeah, go for it. But honestly, like we, we are the, the, and again, I'm not, I'm not making light of, of the, this pandemic we're in, but we need to, it's like in baseball, right? If you're in a slump and you just, you just can't, you just fucking, everything's off. You get back to the basics. You start hitting the ball off the tee. You just go back to the basics you learned when you were five years old, little things. And when you're in like in the pandemic, go back to the little things, go back to the starting a to-do list. Like you are, you are so big on having a regimented schedule. You love it when you know I'm going from this job to this job to this job. You love that, which is good. You don't have that now. You already work in a, in a, in a job where you don't really have a boss. You've got a couple agents and some managers that kind of, they get you your work and then you are like your own sort of bookkeeper. But now that's that's dried up for the you know the foreseeable future with the 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 the, the virus right so you need to figure out how you can access the manager within you but not in a way that's like you're just going to feel bad if you're not getting shit done yeah, yeah so i don't know what hard. that is if it's just you know going to staples and buying some gold stars i know you, staples is probably closed but <laughs> we have a highlighter here get yourself some gold stars and just be okay getting one thing done at a time and I know what you're saying. Well, they're giant things. Yeah, but like, you know, when you when it comes to your taxes, there's one day where you just print out st- shit. Get the print out shit done. 
Oh. I know it's crazy, but it's like it's, it's such a waste of paper too. It's just so annoying. That's you're the only one I've ever met that does like that. Everyone who I'm, who everyone who listens to this podcast is like me. They haven't done their taxes since '99. Now I do my taxes, but you know, I it's it's digital, baby. It's all online. I don't print out Amex receipts. I don't do any of this. <laughs> you print out like like which jot your ways, you know, traffic report, <laughs> and it's like what the fuck? You really you do get all those deductions, babe. I pay a fortune every I, year. In I taxes. just. I eyeball it and until you're making uh, a couple hundred thousand I don't think they give a shit but that's just me I'm gonna that's get audited that's actually not true what's this fucking feedback shit what is that I just tapped into a radio station that's weird that freaked me out I didn't like that at all Did you guys hear that the fucking radio station's going through my leg right now that's weird. Ew, I didn't like that. That made me feel like we were in an alien abduction. Yeah, movie. we probably are. You ever have uh, that? You, you hear people that like they've got like a loose uh, filling or something in their tooth, and they start getting bring getting in like a sports radio station. Yeah, nah, that can happen. That's Our not tube, true. That's absolutely true. Yeah, absolutely. It's all frequencies. That's all a radio is. It's picking up uh, frequencies at the perfect. At the, I mean, imagine a loose tooth at the perfect level, and all of a sudden it's like KDLA coming to you live, and it's Shut like up. old school jazz. No, I'm Google it. I'm. It's out there. Anyway, we're well. Well, the, there, there's a lot of relationships are having a hard time, right? They're having a hard time with this because we need we need to maintain. And everyone who's listening out there, you need to maintain some sort of ritual, some sort of thing you do for yourself. You know what I mean? I know, I know I go for my runs. I don't know what you do. I like a lot of times you, it might be built into your work day where you'll go grab a Starbucks between a couple of jobs and have some alone time. You got to figure out what that is that you love and make sure you give that to yourself. That's not do save it for the end of the day. That's like cherished Tasha time. You need to figure out what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Touch it again. Hold it. Squeeze it. It's like a rap station. That's a different language. All right. Enough. This is I don't weird. I like it. This is this is the problem we have with this electricity. There's there. I bet you if they were and again, audience, if you can't hear any of this, there's just like weird. There's like a telenovela playing through our cords here. But we've had, we got this fucking feedback issue. I swear, there's literally probably an old radio station going through this bread factory of a brick building we live in. There really is like a, a lot going on here. Anyway, don't leave us, folks. We're working on the audio issues one thing at a time. Here we're trying to get Tasha to you know get a Starbucks. The Starbucks drive-through is still open. You could do that as your daily thing. Go have a blast. I, I, no. You don't, you, you're going to. I think I need to just like f figure out like a, maybe make a schedule or a to-do list for myself or something and just, but it's hard to get stuff done, especially when you're around. Yeah. Well, it's hard for me to get stuff when you're around. I totally understand. Yeah. I was, and, uh, no, and no space in our, no, like even though we have an office set up in the other room, it, it doesn't feel like a place that's conducive to getting work done. should we put a it's not a the, super like productive feeling office maybe if you put these headphones on in your ipad and played some uh, your type of music and just you know just lock yourself in there i mean i don't know I, I understand it's tough i was watching a um you know fucking youtube video and you know these these master class advertisements come on you know and it's like they're always like 10 seconds long and then you skip it after three seconds, but I was letting one play and it like it was like two minutes in and I was like, I'm not going to buy the thing, but I was like, oh, here, this lady out. And she was a screenwriting teacher and she was just saying, and she was actually like making a lot of sense in the ad pitch. I didn't buy it, but I was like, oh shit, she's like onto something. And she was saying like the biggest distraction, the biggest reason people suck at writing is because people distract them. And I'm not blaming you, but it like we it, it's hard to get in your creative flow when you live in a place where you aren't incubated within that thing you're doing. Like I'm sure you would much prefer to be doing your taxes if I wasn't around being like, hey babe, what do you think of this joke? Or hey, look at my new YouTube video, you know? I like, I totally yeah, get like it. Getting interrupted all the time. Yeah. And interrupting like your brain waves. I and I am needy. Yes. I'm needy. Yes. I'm needy. Yeah. Guys, subscribe, rate and review, leave a comment. I mean, I I when I'm I'm very like interactive when I'm working on something, I'm like, oh look at this new edit. Oh look at this. Yeah, you are you um you want feedback. You really like you need to show me the thing your your kindergarten painting. <laughs> like you you need that. But it's but it's also like 
for me, it's like, all right, it's only eight seconds long. I just want you to watch the fucking no, intro. but you said it yourself. It's interrupting the workflow. It's interrupting your brainwaves. It's interrupting your focus. And that's the sort of thing that can drive somebody freaking nuts. Drive someone like you nuts. For me, I can be like, when you, whenever you're like, hey, babe, come look at this thing. Boop, here I come. I'm like the dog. I just, I just get up and do it. But if I'm like, hey, babe, look at this thing. You've got a vacuum in your hand and you're like, I need to go dust this. Like you, like your brain's got a specific set of to-do list to do before it gets to me and then by the end by the time it gets to me it might have forgotten what what uh, you know that's three minutes later do you know what i mean yeah but there's a way why to manage do you it. think that your eight second video that you want to show me is worth interrupting me right because now? in my mind in why my does head it get to skip to the front of the line of my to-do <laughs> list of stuff it's a great question and it but in my head i don't it's not skipping to the front of the line it's a dj with three different mixers going on so i can be doing all these things at once it's the it's just the it's just the way i kind of pull you know along you know it's it's it's, it's i need like two sets of headphones one that's like do not disturb headphones and one that's like okay for interruptions right now headphones my th- i love that like, idea that's like a visual signal to everyone around me don't fucking talk to me i need a sign on my back <laughs> don't, like, fucking talk. don't fucking talk can to somebody me. make tasha this t-shirt just says don't fucking talk to me or maybe it's just like a scarf that just says don't fucking talk to me on it and you just wear it oh like a blanket you know they do like those two-sided blankets where one is like a red side and the other side's a blue side and it's just the way they weave it i need a blanket that one side says don't Don't fucking fucking talk talk to to me me. and what's on the other side says make it quick (laughs) (laughs) make get to your point but honestly that's that's and then you wear it whichever way it's a sign on didn't your back we have that idea about because the, the problem with being on your phone is it's hard to know if someone's procrastinating or getting work done and i think we're we're getting better at telling each other like hey i'm going to be working on this but it is important to like if the other person like hey babe are you ready to do you know do x y and z and it's important to say no and this is why i'm working right now because gone are the days where when you put your suitcase down and you get home that you're done for the day we, yeah. we, we work it's 10 30 at night right now yeah you know? you're right so it's just, that's and that's not but it's hard it's hard because you're trying so hard to hold on to that focus you know what i mean it's like you're just like one I, little I, thread holding on to your like train of thought and to say no i'm working right now can completely disrupt that train of thought now, i've always thought i was kind of like an add person but i, wonder... I think we need a one word like work <laughs> work work busy shut the fuck up sdfu no but i wonder i don't know i don't you know i've never had a, a like someone psychoanalyze how my brain works but i know i i, I know i don't necessarily always focus it for long periods of time but when i'm doing a solo episode i can go off on 12 tangents and still get i can still get to where i wanted to go but i might have missed my exit and had to loop back around you know what i mean where whereas with you i, I feel like you get uh, your your limbic system gets flared when you get thrown off of the set plan you had. So it's it's not necessarily like an ADD ADHD type of thing. It's like this is the the route I was going to take. I don't want to have to alter it to get to where I was going. But that's a positive. Well, that's um we talk about that in the perfection detox that I can't touch the thing. Uh, that. Uh, you can get like stuck on your uh, expectations. You know, if you have an idea about how something was supposed to go, about how your party's supposed to go, about how your weekend's supposed to go, how your presentation's supposed to go, and someone throws you a curveball, it prevents you from being able to adapt. Uh, for me, I find that I'm I'm very open to going with the flow if I am. Be, if I'm riding in the passenger seat for whatever that thing is, if you trust if that somebody's got, but if I'm in the seat, then I like to know what's happening. How are we getting from A to B? What are we going to do along the way? And then I have a hard time deviating from the plan. And you, and you know how we're different is that, uh, and and I respect that. I respect that. With me, like quarterbacking is all about having your set plan. We're going to run a slant. You go you go run a slant. But if the cornerback stays back on the slant, I'm going to throw it to the other guy because I know the other guy. So it's all about adjusting. You know, when like like football like you 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 go in with your best set. It's like what they say about boxing like I, I'm going to butcher this quote, but it's like it's like all 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 game plans go out the door and you get hit in the face. It's like something like that. I, I totally butchered the quote. But it's the idea that like well, you can have all the game plans you want in life, just like we had all the game plans we wanted for 
how 2020 was going to go. And then a fucking pandemic happens. So we can't look back at yesterday. We can just look at, a, at each other and go, here are the skill sets we have. We have a teamwork. We have something we're building together. We've got family that supports us and we're not going to miss rent this month. What, like, how do we breathe into all of the things we're grateful for and use our skills and know that when it's all said and done, literally decades from now, we might look back on these months, these trying times as pivotal moments in defining who we became. Because I think, and I don't know, it could have been, could have been Jordan Peterson who was, uh, he was very critical of saying like, you're like doing the best you can isn't enough. Like, yeah, like, yeah, it's, we're, we're going to try our best and in, in whatever, but like we need to not just try our best and not just go in the direction of our dreams, but do it with some fucking positive energy and love. And that's what it's going to come down to. So it's like, how do we tackle our to-do, to-do list with love and not beat ourselves up if we don't get it all accomplished? I know we've talked off air and we had a tough day where we fought about some things and there's a lot that like we've gotten done, but there's a lot that we haven't gotten done. And I know that bothers you a lot. And I totally understand. But I don't think that you get that same like feeling in your chest. Like, oh, I just want to be able to breathe. You know what I mean? It's like when I have this, this nagging long to-do list, it, it's just like a, it's like constant poke in the back. You know what I mean? It's just like constantly on I, your mind. I get it for different things. at you. And it's like, man, I, you know, it's, it's hard because I don't want to be like a negative Nancy, but like. No, let it out. Like, well, it's just, a, it's like this feeling of like never ending fucking barely keeping my head above water yeah like drowning in this shit storm like um, i'm either like so slammed at work that i like barely have time to like eat a proper meal or you know it's just like now the work's taken away from me it's like i still the feel like thing. i'm overwhelmed because it's like all of these things that have just like accumulated and piled up and you know it, honey, it can honey. feel super hard to feel like I'm having to manage you too, because we really are not, we don't see things the same way. And, um, you know, there are certain aspects of our lives where I really feel like you've adapted, but there are other things that I, I feel like we're still not on the same page with after dating for six years. Yeah. And And we we might not ever speak the language. We just need to make our Google translator as efficient as possible. So when you are, so when your limbics are flared because you want something done a certain way or whatever, you need to be able to type it in, translate to Dave. And I need to be able to type in when my limbics are flared, when I'm ready to walk out with laundry to go to, you know, across the Seven Eleven to go get fucking COVID-19 so we can have some good smelling sheets. I need to know that when you're like, when, when you're like, oh, babe, you grab these pillows too, that I don't literally throw a knife at you. You know what I mean? Because I, I need to be able to translate to you what fries my fucking gears and vice versa. Because you won't, you won't outwork me. And I say that to anyone in the world. They are not going to outwork me. And that doesn't say, I'm not saying anything about you specifically. That's just my mentality. We're doing this pod. I made you do this podcast at 1030 at night. Yeah. And I'm going to edit this. And, and and we have to get up in the morning. And you know, and I mean, I'm drinking, a, I just cracked a Diet Coke. I'm not going to bed for a long, long time. No one is outworking me. I will be up in the morning to answer any comments I have on my YouTube and but ready to go. you know what I really wish sometimes? I really wish that instead of waking up in the morning and you just immediately going to work on your vlog of the day or your ba- bachelor <laughs> that was so loaded bullshit your vlog of the day <laughs> <laughs> i hear you or your podcast that you would wake up and be like hey uh what what can i actually you know what i wish you wouldn't even ask me i wish you would just work on the thing that i that you know would benefit us as a team working together it's, it's your love language honey you want to know that i'm doing acts of service and 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 i don't want to have to ask but a lot of times you know it out and i don't want to have to explain to you what i want to need i don't want to have to nag you for a month to do this project that we've been you know trying to work i on. like it when you're asleep and i and I, i'm sitting right where i am and i can see your little legs move because our tiny apartment i can literally see around the corner go to our youtube and just you're gonna watch me it's just you know mime this up but i like it when i'm up 90 minutes before you so i can get some shit done 
there's people that wake up at 4.30 in the morning. Like I, I'm telling you, there's a whole community of like family family men out there that they just want to wake up early so they can get some shit done before the kids start. Hey, well, I'm eating <laughs> some oatmeal. And then, the next thing you know, your day's fucking gone. My high school boyfriend, uh, his dad went to work at four in the morning so he could be done by 11. Jesus he would, Christ. He would, yeah. He went well, that's to a little too much because it's like, you know, I mean, it's, he just didn't want to have to fucking kid. Anybody. I get it. <laughs> I get it. It's tough, but I, I, so I understand what you're saying and maybe it won't be the first thing I get to, but I, I'm so ritualistic and it's not always for good things. Like I, I totally need to limit the amount of sports talk radio. I listen to fucking Tom Brady, my hero after 20 years is gone to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And you know what? You know why it's true love? Because I'm happy for him. I'm happy he's going to have some receivers that he can throw to and play for a couple more seasons. So I am happy for Tom Brady. Any Tampa Bay fans out there want to buy me some tickets to the game, let me know, hit me up. But I understand what you're saying. And it comes down to communication because I do more for you in the term, in the sense of editing and stuff than you'll than I'll ever ask for you to do for me. All I ask for you is to watch the eight seconds of the drone shot that I took. That's all I ask. So that's why it's bananas to me. And I'm not putting this against you. I'm just telling you how different we are. That's how bananas it is to me when when uh, when uh, I'll spend three hours editing something for you. And then I'm like, hey, babe, look at this drone shot. And you don't immediately drop what you're doing to look at it. And then I'm like, well, this fucking shit. What the, you know what I mean? Like I lose my mind because I go, I've done this for you and now I'm going to de- develop some sort of bitterness if I don't see your uh, level of um, gratitude. It doesn't make it healthy I'm, and I'm labeling it, which is probably 99% of the way to sort of like, you know, I'm making light of it. So it's not just like me doing shit for you and then beating the shit out of you because I don't get the result I want, but I see how I am and I need to do things that but so when it's not reciprocated on your end i go what the fuck honey it's a i'm doing a full-time job for you look i uh, again these are my reptilian feelings just reptilian like but you've also gotta like you say it like i'm i'm asking you to do something that you're not already doing no, for and the, yourself and like point- this is your skill set and you know, and we've talked, about it on the, no, we've talked about it on the podcast that like we all rise together, right? What is this saying? Rising tides, raise all ships or whatever. Literally, you know, and I know that our, that my personal goals and your personal goals are actually our goals because any one of the many things that we do taking off benefits Absolutely. every other thing. And, no, and I totally agree and with so, that. Big Venn diagram here. Yeah, but so when you have the mindset of, oh, I do all this stuff for you, it's like, well, you're doing all this stuff for you too. Yeah, but I'll do, I, I, no, I totally understand. It's just, I can't, I, I am the executive producer of my shit. So I can be like, that's it. That's the shot. Where with you, I'm the editor. And then I'll, I'll, I'll put this shot together. And you'll be like, I don't really like that. I'll be like, what the fuck don't yeah, you like about it? why are you taking it so personally? You should be able to wear two hats because i i'm the type who needs take off your executive producer hat and put on the editor assistant to this creative director in in any way just just to wrap it all up in a bow what it comes down to is if we're going to work together on things we got to put it in the calendar and treat it like a job that way it's not just like you know sometimes you're when we're at when we're a lot of couples that live to you know that live together have this issue where separating quality time from just hanging out if we're going to work on something together we need to like be extra heightened aware of how the other person is going to uh, handle either criticism, uh, gratitude, things like that. I will do, I will fight wars for people if, I mean, and you know this, there are, there are people I defend to the grave because they've gone to bat for me in little ways, little ways, you know, and those, they're with me for life. And that's just, that's just where my loyalty is. And, and I'm not saying you're not like that. I know if, I, I would like to think if someone was talking shit about me somewhere or some random person, I'm, I'd like to think you'd go to bat for me. That's not really the issue. I don't really surround myself with drama. There's no one that, I, that I'm aware of, you know, when they say what people think of you is none of your business, right? So like I'm not involved in anyone's drama with me, but I would like to think that you're on my team. But within the team, it's hard to see that. 
because within the team, you you'll always challenge me to be better. And it and again, and it comes down and 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 I know I know as long as I survive that. I will be better. And I'm not saying I'm not going to survive that, but there's been plenty of times I wanted to jump off the fucking roof. You know what I mean? I just want to zip line down a, you know, electric wire, just to slam into a wall somewhere. Uh, too specific and too visual. But the, the point is, is that your bar is set to a level that you di- you let yourself down and, you, and, and then also I let you down. There's a lot of letting down happening in your world. And I think we have too much good and too many good things in the works to let that be the sort of um, default mode. Too many good things. We're fucking kicking ass. And I, I challenge you to find any of your five closest friends, put them together, and I will outwork all of their boyfriends. You guys listening out there? I mean, I am literally... You know, so it's it might be semantics, it might be the organization of what we need to get done. But you know what I what I really think could benefit us during this time that we are forced to work from home and forced to work together. Booty. Uh, a work schedule. You know, most people go to work from nine to five. I don't believe that nine to five is necessary, but I do think if we could commit ourselves from working working only i sit down in my corner you sit down in your corner yeah. from 10 to 2 every day then that could 10 be, to 2 that could be that, that's only four hours yeah i don't think that listen there's all sorts of science that says that a 40-hour work week is wasteful and that no one should be do, working an eight-hour workday. they say that you cap Honey, this off podcast is going to take twice your, as long to your edit your productivity for a five-hour workday is the same as an eight-hour work sure. day. look i totally understand you're totally right let's Let's report back to this podcast just to bow it up for everybody. Let's report back with what we learned on how to communicate. Let's take this week as an example. We've already got Friday in the calendar for shit that we're going to get done that that that's just, you know, we I've dropped the ball on. So it's on the calendar. It's shit we're going to do. What I need, I want to I'm not going to manage like your personal shit, but I'm going to need you to know if I'm doing stuff for both of us that I need you to to like be really involved and 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 excited. But you want to understand that I'm also doing other things. Yeah, and if you're not ready to do something, I'll, I'll I'm gonna use my my DJ turntable and just pull in the next thing I'm working on because I got 17 different things going on. But also, but don't you think that that's a good idea for us to commit to like 10 to 2 is our work day every day and any fun time or relaxing time or workout time or whatever else we want to do is gonna happen from two o'clock on. Listen, I like it. It might be too structured for me, and I'll tell you why. You might need me out of the house, and you might want it. So, like, I, I, at the very least, 10 to 2. I might be doing something else. I'm not saying we can't add on more time. I'm not saying we can't be flexible. No, but you're, you're right. But I think that, like, having a regimented... Because we just said we need some sort of structure. Having this regimented schedule, and then being able to allocate that time, too. Like, okay, maybe I'm I have two things that are a big priority that I need to make some headway on today. I don't know if I have the resources or whatever. If I don't, if I don't have everything in front of me to get it totally done, I'll do this project a from 10 to 12 and project B from 12 to two. Yeah. And just in, and let's, but and also let's not kill ourselves. If we have a morning where it doesn't happen. No, I'm not saying I'm not going to show up to, to get my shit done. I'm, I'm a workaholic. I love what I do. I love, I mean, all the, all the fucking shit I'm putting on YouTube and in the podcast and stand up. And I mean, it's just, I love it. I absolutely love it. But like what I'm telling you is the self flagellating has to end. We need to both. Cause I'm, I'm self-critical too about certain things. We need to st- like literally stop each other and say, be kind. If, I mean, you would never let a friend into your life that talked that, that, that kind of slammed you the way you slam yourself. And it's not physical. It's not words. It's not you saying, oh, I fucking suck. I mean, sometimes you're very tough on yourself on a physical level. You really are. And I understand that. I understand. I mean, you know, we were doing uh, Maddie's uh, yoga workout. You know, she was live streaming on Instagram. Maddie Hayes. Hayes, mm-hmm. uh, go on her Instagram. She does, a, I think, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Maddie B. Hayes. And, yeah, uh, she's doing a Monday, Wednesday, Friday and a uh, Saturday or Sunday. But we're, I had my shirt off and we're doing a lunge move and I, I i caught i looked at the mirror and i was i wanted to punch my fucking whole family i was so mad at myself i just had this 
fucking gut that I've worked so hard in the last couple months. I mean, I was doing this strive for 35 thing, right? Where I was going to like be in, and, and, and I've been running a ton, which is the crazy part. I, I'm in this pandemic. I put on weight while I run six miles a day. I mean, I am really, I've taught you, taught me how to as use the rice maker. Our vacation started looking iffy. I just said, fuck it. Like I was really focused on eating healthy for like two weeks straight. <laughs> and then as soon as it started being like, mm, the first trip got canceled and then it was looking like the second trip was going to get canceled. Isn't that I was like, so fuck funny? It, give me pasta. We literally let tried me, everything. Let me have some rice. We were supposed to go on the Only rice makes Virgin Cruise Line, their maiden voyage, in uh, leaving from Miami to the Bahamas. It was a fully paid for trip. We paid for the flights. That gets canceled. We book a flight to Costa Rica. I think we talked about this extensively on the Patreon. And by the way, if you're out there and you can spare it, join the Patreon, please. I would not mind getting a few extra. I mean, we are literally not going to be able to turn these lights on. And <laughs> we're doing okay, folks. If you don't have the money, don't worry about it. But if you do, now would be the time if you ever wanted to join the Patreon, patreon.com slash the sap, patreon.com slash T-H-E-S-A-P. It's always a link in the description. We appreciate all of our new members, including you there, Jake. I keep on calling him Jack because my brother name, but it's Jake from Georgia. Hope you're still alive out there, Jake from Georgia. But everyone else, we appreciate all of them. And yeah, it's what was the whole point of my thing before I went on the sales pitch rant over there is that is that, yeah, like, uh, we, we we tried our best. We were supposed to go to Costa Rica. My family was going to go there. I was so Sometimes excited. Sometimes it's just not meant to be. You've never been with my family when it when it wasn't on their turf during their work week. I mean, you've never you've only seen them after a work day. It is so yeah, fucking I was sad super to me. Excited to go on vacation with them. I really was. I was super excited. Cancelled. Cancel it. Fake news. It's all done, and that's okay. It's for their own safety. Uh, we we wait we didn't we didn't cancel the trip till the night before. I mean, we literally waited as long as we could. And well, we're trying to get our money back yeah, from the airline. We, ne- we needed them to close their borders before they would give you us were, our money you back. You were pretty stubborn. You were you were ready to go. I mean, you really wanted. And I get it. If you're if we're not gonna be working, we might as well be in Costa Rica. I told, but then all of a sudden, it's like, well, if you don't have a Costa Rican passport, it's a 14 day quarantine. Once you and get it's there, it's a 14 day quarantine for anybody. Jesus Christ. So anyway, we don't know what's gonna happen. We don't know if we're gonna pack our bags and drive home. God forbid. We need to like see our family like who the fuck knows the, the important thing is in the meantime folks the best thing we can do is keep our mental state there and uh, it's actually you're right i mean we've been tested we're gonna go to bed we're gonna hit those pillows tonight with a feeling like we escaped what could have been a bad fight we did a good job by not taking the bait but at the same time i still know there's a better there's a better solution we are we were playing with fire Every relationship has that where you play with fire. Sometimes you get burned, but then you realize, why don't I just avoid that altogether? And that's going to come down to us being compassionate to each other's languages and know, like, know, knowing that, yeah, I mean, no, you're right. I get hyper-focused on my own shit. It's just because I can control it. I can work as hard as I want, but I need to know, you know, I need to, I need to uh, do a good job of, of having our goals and and push in the right direction um i wanted to read actually but you know what i might as well do um is restart the the camera one more time for those that have been listening loyal listeners we have really uh put a lot of time and energy into the video aspect of the podcast this episode has a three camera setup really doesn't need it it's it could just be an iphone shot of the two of us but i'm fucking blowing it out though i got 17 lights i painted the wall i mean it's a really good it's a good looking thing we have going on here the um I, this past year on the, uh, I, you know, you guys know I do bachelor recap videos. I started sharing the, uh, monetization levels with the audience just because it became fun telling them how much each episode made. And then people started sending Venmo, uh, tips and we ended up, I ended up making about $150 recapping the bachelor, which really isn't much. I know you YouTubers who make that, you know, before their first fart in the morning, you know, I know, I know people that make five to $10,000 a day on YouTube. It's fucking insanity out there. But the point being, it's the only social media that will flat out pay you, uh, for your views. You know, I'm so, uh, done with the way podcasting works on the, on the, 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 on the, you know, well, if you tell us how many downloads you get, you know, bullshit, YouTube will cut you a check, whether it's for eight cents or $17 or whatever it is for whatever your video made in ad revenue that month. It's very, very fair. It's, and so it needs to be the place that this podcast grows and it's, it's the, 
It's, you know, no one's searching for the podcast on on their on their Spotify and finding it. It's just not happening. Every fucking Dax Shepard uh, new celebrity that gets a... And he's a very good podcast, so I'm not complaining about him. But every single person that got into the podcasting uh, thing is just passing by people that have done this for years. We've done this for six years. So anyway, the point is, all of my time and energy is being invested in putting the episodes up on YouTube, and of course, also the audio only, but where I feel that the, that the growth will be is through the YouTube. So if everyone out there is listening, everyone's got a YouTube, you have one, we know it, go type in my name, Dave Neal, type in the SAP, and then you'll see the SAP as two, there's two different playlists within my YouTube, SAP clips and then SAP full episodes. So for all the new video episodes, I'm literally uploading them, you know, to my multicam editor, choosing, uh, you know, every single fucking shot that you see, every single clip, every three seconds, that new camera angle, it's because I hit the fucking button as I watched it back. It's brutal watching myself, Tasha. You think you get annoyed by me? Oh my gosh, is it annoying? But I'm exporting it. It's all up on the YouTube and, and people are finding it those the the cora boyd episode um the full episode it's got a thousand views but it's building every every day there's 40 new 40 new views which you know to me that's way more than people find it on the audio so if people want to go up there and and, you know i think overall that's got like four thousand unique people have checked out that episode then you got our old kelsey cook episodes or with jess Mulder. she's got three thousand views because she talked about a swinger story that doesn't that that doesn't get clipped up in the podcast app and people don't get to find it unless it's the title of the podcast so youtube's just a way better search engine it's where i'm investing all of my money um i need to reset this so tell me what you think about all that and and how you think how you think we'll be able to grow and take off and all that what's the share some positivity with me oh honey you're asking me at the wrong time um yeah i think it's a good idea i'm glad to see you taking some initiative uh you've definitely done a really good job at putting some like real effort into YouTube lately. Like all of the, you know, I think you've been active on YouTube for a little while, but not in the way that you have been the past couple of months. It's funny looking back at it because looking back at it, I'm realizing all these things I wasn't doing. I mean, now it's like when you, when you upload a new thumbnail, it like saving the thumbnail file with SEO search terms. I mean, it's fucking bananas. It really is. It's just like all the dumb little shit. But what it really comes down to is if it takes if it takes me five hours or ten hours to make a, a YouTube video, I get so excited I just upload it. Now it's like no no no, spend an hour finding the perfect title for it. It sounds so stupid, but it's like it does make a difference when you've you know testing out which titles are you know when when you get a a, a video they're they're gonna show it to a sample size of people, so you might as well grab their eye and all that. I don't know. So anyway, I wanted to um, before we get out of here, I wanted to read a couple. Uh, relationship advice questions that made it to the top of the charts in the relationship advice subreddit. It's where I go to find all of the viral questions, which basically means they were the best questions. If they made it to this week's top of the charts on the relationship subreddit, it means they had a ton of discussion. So I want to read a few to you and and we can answer them. Uh, So uh, the first, in this one, this one you might, um, you might relate to Tasha. The first one's called my boyfriend is disgusting. I'm posting this for two reasons. I want to show my boyfriend that I'm not high maintenance and he truly is disgusting. And number two, for advice. Now, let me get into it. We've been quarantined for days and I'm sick of his mess. I can't deal with it. Socks and underwear everywhere, hair on the bathroom floor and sink. He literally shit on the toilet seat yesterday and didn't clean it and had the audacity to say it wasn't him. He masturbated in the shower and left his evidence on the shower wall. I'm seriously so unattracted to him and I don't know what to do. By the way, at this point, I'm thinking this was you who wrote it. (laughs) And and I'll tell you why it's not. I was like, what the fuck? Tasha did literally wrote this. And then I'm looking at the title. I'm like, it's a throwaway account. Was this there? And then it goes, do I make a checklist for him so he doesn't forget? I'm like, oh, that would be Tasha. And And then it said, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I've started using the guest bathroom and I'm at ease knowing it's clean and any mess is my own. And I was like, we don't have a guest bathroom. I could have written that post. Well, you asked me if I shit underneath the toilet seat. And I was like, what no, the hell? No, on the toilet seat, there was like no, flex. It fell off your butt. Okay. Sorry, but I don't have explosive poop the this way This is you why do. we need a kid because I got no one to blame shit. I got no, the dog. Wait, I can be like, oh, the dog farted. No, the dog does fart a lot. But you were talking earlier about uh, like finding ways to co-work in peace. I saw the funniest meme that was like, 
um, make up a coworker. It wasn't even a meme. It was just like an advice. Like for couples who are forced to work at home now, y'all need to make up an imaginary coworker to blame stuff on. That's the oh, only that's way you can pre- prevent killing Who each should other. it be? A guy or a girl? Gladys. Gladys. <laughs> Gladys shit on the toilet seat again. Oh, leave it to Gladys. I mean, it's true. When you don't have that third person there, it's pretty obvious. But um, anyway... um. Yeah, I mean, look, if you live with a unme- uh, a person who's not uh, who's messy like that, look, you're not going to change who they are. You're really not. But so. honestly, I don't think that's fair. I don't think it's fair to just be like, you're not going to change who they are and wipe your hands of it and walk away because No, but it's like but like it, control you can and or or get them out. You know what yeah, are you going to do? Yeah, but I mean, if this is a person that you love and you want to spend your life with, but they just have seriously screwed up habits because no one ever told them they had to make their bed in childhood. But, but you know, you know what though? Like we we've adjusted to like you know making the bed is way more important to you than to me. When you're out of town, that bed gets made when you're coming back from out of town. Like that's it. I'm making it when I right before I'm gonna go pick you up at the airport. That's what. But there's there's times when you're like, babe. You're like, you'll be like, why the fuck is there beard hair in my retainer? And then I'll be like, well, look, honey, when you shave, it flies everywhere. And sometimes it doesn't settle all at a time or it'll be or it'll be, still be wet. So it'll be clumped together. And then when it dries, it kind of puffs yeah, out. Yeah, But when you make a mess, that mess is your responsibility. So Which it doesn't be... matter if like, oh, they all they it just goes everywhere. It's like, well, then you have a responsibility to check everywhere why can't she to move... wipe down. Everywhere. Why can't she move him to the guest bathroom then? That way, like, I would love it if you and I had had separate sinks for both the kitchen and the just so you could see that I I will take care of my stuff. And that way, if you know, if if I do leave the cap off the you know but don't get me wrong sometimes yes sometimes you just don't notice these things like i know i've seen it like i think raquel you know commented or or some one of our listeners who's a friend of ours said how like they'll let they'll leave their friend their their husband's shit out for a week to see if the guy notices and he won't we'll take it to the grave like we sometimes we just won't notice but that's just it's just not fair it's not fair to the people around you who have to deal with you to just not notice yeah it's not fair it's rude yeah well, but in our case, I mean, like there's times when, when, uh, you know, there's certain things where like you'll develop a blob of clothes on top of a purse or like a suitcase that just never gets but unloaded. But you know what? None of that stuff is in your way. Right. Like if I have a pile of clothes in my own closet that you never venture into and you never have to find no, I'm talking about in, in front of the mirror. They'll be, they'll, you know, and it, look, it's just like, you know, and it's not, I'm just saying, obviously uh, there's a difference between like getting shit on your seat and consistently being a slob versus like, okay, I, you know, I didn't notice a thing, but you like, you know, that the other person's going to put in the time and energy to clean up after like I, you know, you, you've, you fall asleep first on the couch all the time and I just clean the shit up and put it away, you know, but that's different than say like leaving fecal matter. You know what I mean? Like there's difference to like, to like taking care of each other versus one person like mothering the other. So if, if she's already talked to the guy, I mean, uh, there's not much else you can do other than just either learning to live with it or moving on because I mean, uh, this, this is a grown adult here. So, you know, um, I'm going to skip that question. Um, Let's do, these are all pandemic ones. Anyone else breaking up through the pandemic? My boyfriend, 30 male of five years, and I, 29 female, are taking a break and I'm struggling. Looking for solidarity, comfort, and breakup advice. Um, and then in this description, they said- It's gotta be really tough to be going through a break. Like, I, who gets the Because I mask? don't think that they're saying uh, that they're breaking up because they're quarantined together, which totally is a thing. I mean, I'm sure they actually, like, there's very, real concerns about upticks in domestic violence because of people that, who yeah. are not you know doing well in their marriage are now stuck well because you could use this yeah day. it's like a manipulating tactic to be able to be like well you can't go out to the bar with your friends or you can't see anybody like yeah i, I could totally see that but can you imagine you know not that you're breaking up because of your you realize you hate this person when you have to spend so much time with them but you just broke up and now all of your friends, everyone you know, is quarantined. Yeah, and you don't have any distractions. But is this so? F- all you can do is like 
eat ice cream and watch Netflix yeah, all day in your own apartment. She said, I'm staying at a friend's house and he is at our house with our cats. They have cats together. It just got to a point where we couldn't sweep it under the rug anymore. It was time to have a talk. The discussion was rational and we're on the same page about taking space. It's just really hard to be losing a friend and being out of my home and having lost my job and dealing with COVID-19. Plus, I don't have my kitties. There's no certainty and it's really scary. Just wanted to be safe, to be sad in a safe space and looking for solidarity. Yeah, the, every advice you give someone in a breakup is like, get out there. Go meet people. Go fuck somebody. Don't be socially distant. Just don't be. So- now we're like, be socially distant. And you're like, no. But you can still go on a hike or depending well, on where they Luckily, she's live. staying out of friends. Yeah. Hopefully, she's getting that dick. Get it. Um, there's like, I got two. No, is this the last one? Here, this is the last one. Um, my girl, this is a dude who's 17. My girlfriend and his girlfriend's 19. Oh, she's a predator. Excuse gross. me. That burp is gross. Yeah. Did you guys hear that? Uh, feedback. Uh, he, he 17 said, my girlfriend's family took a picture, took a family picture and wouldn't let me be a part of it. Is this a normal thing that families do? And let me read, uh, the, let me read further. He said, my girlfriend's family was having a party for her sister. She was getting married. And at the after party, I got to meet my girlfriend's extended family, aunts and uncles, grandparents and everything. They loved me. Really. They were really nice, like overtly nice asking about my plans for after school. If I had any scholarships or anything, they even let me eat and fix a plate first. So I know they didn't hate me, but there was one moment that confused me. We took a group photo with the whole family. My girlfriend was eager to let me be in the photo. She pulled me into the frame and we took the picture with me in it. But then the photographer went to take another, but her mom wouldn't let them. She told them to wait and she asked me if I could step out of the frame. She was polite about it, so I obliged. After the party, I asked her what that was all about. She said her mom has this thing where she wants to take an extra photo without the boyfriends or significant others. I asked why and she said something about in case it doesn't work out. They let her sister new husband in the photo though i just wondered is this something normal families do yeah that's absolutely normal <laughs> you can tell a 17 year old asked that yeah i didn't want to be the first time we went to go meet your family your parents insisted i get in the photo <laughs> that was weird no we did photos without you though yeah sure you did in, but it should be i think it should be up to you the outsider to be like no you guys go in and then and then after no but obviously it can't be like that because you've got a person like this that doesn't know that they should excuse themselves no but now he knows you should excuse yourself and it's funny that he goes well they let the new husband in yeah bro you just met the grandparents you know what i mean like you don't even know yeah the new husband is legally bound to this family now Last year for Christmas, I, I was in your extended family's photo after church service. And I was still kind of like, do they want me in this? Should I get on the outside? Like, I know how to Photoshop works. I'm like, should when? I be on the outside? It'll be hard. Wait. It'll be easier to remove Where me. Where was that? It was, um, it was that giant mega church place. It was the first it's time we went. It's not a mega church. Well, it was, con- you know, it was a big, it's, it's, you know. Yeah, for Rhode Island, I guess. That was like a, you mega. guys had like a mall. You had That's like mall a normal hallways. church. There was like pamphlets everywhere. That's the church I grew up in free coffee though i'll fucking get, I'll, I'll bend the knee for some free coffee <laughs> anyway uh yeah i mean look this yeah did i have any more maybe there's one more in there but um yeah that's a guy who just doesn't understand look of course it's not gonna work out you gotta assume it's not gonna work out yeah just get out of the fucking photo about to go to college um got the disgusting one. Oh, here's one uh should i tell the other girl so basically i just found out a guy i'd been sleeping with for a whole year actually had a long-term girlfriend the whole time he lied to me and told me that they had broken up i happened to come across her social media profile and saw that they were actually together the whole time should i tell her i feel really awful shocked and confused right now and really need someone to give me some objective advice part of me doesn't want to get involved but part of me feels like this poor woman deserves better Tasha, that one's for you. Should she tell the other woman? Boy, it's so tough. I feel like in that situation when you're like, should I tell, should I not tell? It's hard to know what the other person would want. It's hard to know. Uh, Some people would rather just be blissfully ignorant. You know, I, I read a similar one of those the other day where the person actually, they had a family. Yeah. And the husband was like running around and was dating someone else. And then the girl found out that, oh, my God, this guy actually has a family. And the advice, you know, the the question was, should I tell? And it's like, well, I don't know. Are you going to break up a family? Maybe, maybe she already knows he has a history of infidelity. Maybe she's just, 
you know, trying to ignore it. Because yeah, it's weird. Kids, it is. It's, it's a hard space to be in. I think that obviously people uh, deserve to know the truth, but do you really want to be the one to tell them? Would you want to know if some chick was uh, banging me? Yeah. Yeah, I'd want to know. I don't got the time. <laughs> I got the fucking time to deal with more. Ugh, more. Hey, what time you be home? Wait, wait, what time are you gonna be away from your wife? Ugh. I think it's it's a complicated situation for the person who was the other woman to be the person to tell. Maybe there's like in this other situation there was a mutual friend, you know, that could be like the person to tell. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Like I know it's you know what's you know what's interesting is we were watching um Tiger king is that what it's called there's a lot of infidelity in that all these white really just trashy humans i mean you guys watching this show on netflix it's freaking amazing it's about it's about the tiger trade like the exotic tiger world and there's like gay guy there's like gay guys that are then straight and they're fucking and they have tattoos by their crotch to say he's like joe's joe's zone only it's like what the fuck man they're making me question everything i'm doing in life uh, tasha doesn't have a tattoo that says dave's zone only come on donate to the patreon i gotta get tasha a tattoo uh but it's it's i don't know it's yeah it's uh Oh, people are complicated out there i don't know i mean are we are we that are we either a that naive or b you know just uh not shitty humans you know, cause it's only the shitty, it's only like the shitty humans that, and again, I'm not trying to virtue signal here, but obviously the ju- the juiciest of the juicy is what shoots up to the top of these sort of like relationship advice questions. It's never like, oh, well we were just, you know, having a low libido and I jerked off in the shower and shit on a toilet and you know, it's, well, that was one, but you know, it's, I don't know. It's interesting. It's like, you should know, you would think what, I mean, and not to victim blame, but you would think someone would know if they were being cheated on for that long, you know, you would think, but you, I mean, I am not a suspicious person, so I have never thought, what's he up to? When have you ever thought I was out, um, philandering? No. Word? Philandering? No, I don't think you, you are, but of all the but, things that you are, like, it's so I, shocking. That actually that's not makes you. me the person that's like prime to get cheated on. Because I have no suspicions whatsoever. It just, it wouldn't even cross my mind. I dated a girl once. So think about how easy it could be. It could be super easy for you to be fooling around and not know. I think the things that give off the biggest signal are when a relationship starts to feel distant and, uh, and like your significant other is maybe spending more time on their phone than usual or being super secretive about their phone when they didn't used to. Yeah. So like those could be like little flags that would alert you that something's different. But, you know, back to this question, we don't know what their circumstances are. I mean, maybe it's an open relationship type thing. And maybe he was only being untruthful to the second person who thought he thought wouldn't be into that. You know, it sounds crazy, but I really I really feel this way. I think I think and again, everyone's different. So it's not like some gender thing like women are this way, men are that way. But I think when you have a family like mom mode takes over and I know I know, you know, like people must they they really must affect their sex lives because, you know, when you when you kind of break down the gene code of humans, it's like, all right, uh, find find attraction. Okay, find a provider. Great. Get knocked up. Awesome. Now protect this kid, feed them the best food, make them the best thing. And that carries on your gene pool. So it's like once you're hyper-focused on the kids, I always look at this with my sister with Chase and she's got four fucking kids. You're beautiful. They're cute. But I always feel bad for Sean, her husband. Cause I'm like, give this guy some love. He's yeah, out there working his ass on the off. Priority list. Now. He's <laughs> lowest know, on the totem pole. You know, Sean comes home. He's like a breadwinner. He comes home from a long day and she's like, Oh, it must be nice. You go into some conference. I'm st-, and it's like, gee, fuck man. Like this guy's providing everything for you. He's working his balls off, but I get it. Like I get, I get like that things shift. You just have to be evolved enough or enlightened enough Wait. as a person to like understand. All right. I, I understand this is my party now, but I got to look at this. Me- and then she does it. She'll give him some nice posts, but it's like, you need to like, and, and, and to no, ser- but hold on. She's also working her ass off. Of course. She's so up to her neck in diapers every day. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, he's working his ass off, but she is also working her ass but off. But he's got to report to somebody. She doesn't have the luxury of like getting away from the kids and like, thinking about anything yeah, else no, i totally get it that's take us up all her brain but space. i can just imagine but I think the, what would be excellent for their marriage and everyone's marriage in general is like bedtime is at 8 30 
and mommy and dad have mommy and dad time. Yeah. From well, 830 to 10. Those, Whatever that means. If that means Netflix, if that means a glass of wine and popcorn, if that means a little sexy time, like you really have. I mean, I'm big on the schedule. You know, we I'm, can't get we, the dog, but you just can't control kids. Like we can't get the dog to shut up at night. Like we've got a dog that starts crying at night. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, you know, I've seen how you react to the dog and it makes you wonder. Imagine some, imagine like you're sleeping in the middle of the night and some I'm kid wet so willies your ear. <laughs> tired. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I was thinking about this earlier. I cannot fucking imagine being a mom because I'm exhausted already. I, I don't have anything left. My mom was a decade younger than you with two kids. <laughs> My a decade younger yeah. than you with two kids, no husband. I know it's wild. Well, a decade younger <laughs> me maybe could have had the stamina for two kids, but this girl. No, but then my mom had her fourth when she was forty-one, and that she didn't have the stamina. I mean, that was tough, but she had she had uh, teen children. Exactly, live in babysitters. I remember when Jameson was born. You know, Sean's birthday is tomorrow. Oh yeah, well yeah. we'll have to come up. So he's uh, gonna be uh twenty. Wow. Yeah, we both Is have weird. Right? We both have weird age ranges. Or nineteen? No, because he was born in two thousand, so he will be nineteen. Because you go from zero to one. When Jameson was born, I was um eleven. Okay, which yeah, I was really that young. Huh? I was eleven. Wait, does that mean he's gonna be twenty? Was what year was he born? Two thousand. Yeah, honey. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> when Jameson was born, he was maybe a couple months old. And we had a tiny house. It was before we moved. We were still living in Newport. Tiny three-bedroom home. But this is for like six people. It was a fucking... It was two different families merged together. He's my my, my uh, half-brother. And um, I remember telling my mom... I was First of all, I was 11. You know what I mean? But in my head... Maybe I was 12. Okay? Call me 12. But in my head, I was like... Yeah, I was like a pretty... You know, I, I was I was a pretty mature kid. I, I, I did a lot of growing up on the streets of Newport, Rhode Island. Okay? I really did. And um, I, go, I go, hey, mom... I'll watch Jameson tonight. I got him. <laughs> That's what I said. I was a 12. And, she, and I thought, I, I, I guess in hindsight, I thought they would be like, no, you're 12. We're, we're good. But they were so tired. They were like, sure, just take him. And I remember I watched him all for one night and I, and it's like, that's it. And it was, and again, I know, I know some, uh, some moms out there. I know Rayanne, she's a, she's a new mother. She's a, one of our listeners and a, and a good friend of mine. I know she's out there being like one night. Wow. Good job, Dave, you know, gold star. But it's interesting to be like, you get like this, like glimpse into what the reality is that you don't understand until you're a parent. And Hey, maybe we'll get there. Maybe we won't, but, um, who knows? Maybe the coronavirus will spur a lot of births in the uh november of this year right november 9 10 11 december december there'll be a lot of births a lot of christmas time uh corona babies but anyway so shout out to all the moms the hardworking moms out there and um yeah the, the point the point of it all is to circle it all the way back is to maintain gratitude for the things we take advantage of i'm not telling just this to you it's it's maintain the butterflies of wow this person's into me fucking cool i don't know if you ever had that from me tasha but wow this person's responding to my text wow we're flirting wow cool all too often in society in relationships once we get the thing whatever it is the novelty wears off the novelty wears off i was gonna say this before about you you could win the lottery and instead of being stressing about making money, you'd be like, well, where should I invest my dividends? <laughs> just, so it's like the novelty wears off. The, the novelty of relationships, of good things wears off. It is up to us to treat every day with the gratitude that we still have all that, especially, and maybe this is one of the purposes of this pandemic, is to remind us of the simple value of life above all else. That's all I have to say about that. Wow, preachy. Yeah, I try to be. <laughs> if you want more preachiness, go to the podcast on the Patreon. The Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash the sap. Patreon.com slash T-H-E-S-A-P. I do a weekly episode either solo or with Tasha or with my buddy Jonesy. He might Skype in. He's in Arizona. He just spent three months in fucking Singapore. So God knows what he's contracted. All the bat soup he's been having over there. And then, and then whatever. All the misinformation I want to spew. But anyway, Singapore is beautiful. It's probably, I think it's the you know, wealthiest country in the world, right? 
Yeah, yeah so. it's really nice over there with this. Uh, anyway, so, um, but yeah, the Patreon has just been a breeding ground, a virus, if you will, of positivity. I mean, it really has been an amazing thing. We we are really taking a deep dive into, uh, in, into sharing a lot of shit that we just can't share on this podcast, a lot of personal stuff on there, and we appreciate our members so much. And we are opening the welcoming gate to anybody who's got the extra bread for the tip jar that's the place to put it if you have a thing against patreon you don't want to be a member subscribe whatever you can venmo or just if above nothing else subscribe on the youtube rate us review us leave comments on all the videos all those friendly things that help the algorithm which by the way folks once we we're we're like um i feel like i'm a kayaker who's sitting on the dock paddling you know what I mean? And the second somebody pushes me into that fucking, as soon as I can hit that algorithm, I am taking the fuck off. I am. I'm over it. I'm selling merch. It's gonna be. It's gonna be obnoxious. You're gonna see my new Jeep Grand Cherokee. I mean, it's really gonna just be total rapper energy by me. <laughs> but in the meantime, we appreciate everyone who's out there supporting us. We should get out of here. Uh, we got a long week ahead of us. Everyone, stay safe. Stay positive. And I say this every episode, but please write in, let me know how are you doing. I love hearing from new people. Every every so often we get an email from someone saying, well, I've listened for three years, but I've never really thought about it. Write in. Come on out there. It just, it makes the job a lot easier on our end to know that we've got people listening. So thank you to all of our amazing um, loyal listeners. We appreciate you. We hope your whole family's safe. And if not, just uh, let everyone know, regardless, that you love them and share that love out there. It might sound awkward now, but there is no better time than the present to preach that gratitude. We good to go? Yeah. That's it. Good episode, baby. Yeah. Not bad for a belly full of rice. Not bad for a belly full of rice. That's it. Bye, everybody. Bye. The S A.